With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What's going on, everybody? Josh Engelman for AwesomeMode.com, and I am back with my NBA DFS contenders on DraftKings for Thursday, January 21st. Now, be sure to hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, and hit the notification bell so you know when this and all of our other content goes live. Follow me on Twitter, at Josh Engelman, so you can get updates to these sim results as we get closer to lock. I am on live before lock tonight, 7 p.m. Eastern time. So keep your eyes peeled on my Twitter around 6 o'clock. Right before I go live, I'll drop an update. If we're happening to get a ton of news at that moment, tune into the show. I'll give everybody the update live on the stream. Finally, let me know in the comments section who are your favorite plays on DK for tonight's slate. We're rounding out the bottom of my top 10 with Giannis Antetokounmpo, Brooke Lopez, Mike Conley, Drew Holiday, and R.J. Barrett on the outside looking in. Who will be my favorites on DK for tonight's slate? Time to find out. First up, I'm going number five, Rudy Gobert. Center only eligibility, but 7,200 projected for 36. The goal is 47. Now, he's not hitting that goal all that frequently, but he's in the optimal lineup 29% of the time. Probably would be a little bit higher if he had dual eligibility, but obviously Rudy Gobert, there's 0% chance that you're ever a power forward. 32 minutes, 18% usage, and a line that you're expecting. 15 and 12, two blocks. You're hoping for more because he's Rudy Gobert. Slight pace down spot for Utah. You would expect more against the Pelicans, but they're just not a team that runs, even though they're fully set up with people that should make you run outside of basically Steven Adams. Anyway, Rudy Gobert is normally a 1.2 fantasy point per minute guy. I'm projecting him in this game at 1.13, and he still shows up in the optimal lineup, fifth most frequently of anybody on this slate. I'm feeling great about it. I like the matchup. Rudy Gobert and a $7,200 price tag, looking pretty good at number five. Next up, number four, I'm going Chris Middleton. Small forward eligibility and small forward only, which is bonkers. I get, Whatever, DraftKings, do whatever you want to do. 7,600, projected for 38. The goal is 48. Actually hits that goal 7% of the time in the optimal lineup 30% of the time. 34 minutes, 26% usage, and he's going to do a little bit of everything. 21, 6, and 5 baseline projection. He is projected for a steal as well. Pace neutral matchup against L.A., I guess slightly difficult defensively, but I mean, Chris Middleton is fantastic and all NBA caliber player. It's not, he's not worried about matchups. 1.1 fantasy point per minute guy. And that's exactly where I have him in this spot. I think he's just a, a really nice price. It's a balanced price tier on a three game slate at a small forward position that is generally difficult to fill outside of all the way at the top. 7,600 works no matter what sort of build you're trying to put together. That's not enough additional salary over an average for you to find it problematic. And that's why Middleton ends up at the number four spot. 
Next up, number three, a guy I don't want to roster at all, but shooting guard, small forward eligibility on Andrew Wiggins. 6,200 projected for 30. The goal is 44. Not happening all that often, but he's in the optimal lineup 32% of the time because he is so functional. Guard, shooting guard, small forward, guard forward utility. You can use Andrew Wiggins in five of eight spots on a three-game slate. He's playing 34 minutes, above average usage, pretty much only scores. You're hoping for a couple rebounds. Honestly, what you're really hoping for are steals and blocks. That's the only way you're going to get like a wildly different Andrew Wiggins game. He's normally a .97 fantasy point per minute guy. I'm well below that. This is a massive pace down spot against the Knicks. The Warriors are the fastest team in the league. They're losing five possessions over their average taking on New York today. All of that said, Andrew Wiggins is still in the number three spot because that's how valuable it is to be able to put someone in five of the eight roster spots. Don't ever forget it. This is the type of thing that lets you get to bigger and better players because of the MPE, because of the way that you can move these guys around. Andrew Wiggins gets additional valuability. There is no way that's right. He's more valuable. That's a way better way to say this because he's guard and forward eligible. And that is why he ends up at number three in 32% of optimal lineups. Next up, number two, speaking of guys available at multiple positions, LeBron James, point guard eligibility and small forward. So same situation as Wiggins. You just get to put him at the point guard spot instead. 9,200, which I think is too cheap. He's 47.6 points fantasy projected. None of those words make sense. He's projected for 47.6 fantasy points. What is with my verbiage today? 54 is the goal. He hits the goal 19% of the time. He's in the optimal 33% of the time. Again, I'm giving him 34 minutes. It could be more taken on Milwaukee. Uh, You're expecting to get the most out of LeBron and AD in games where you think they'll be competitive. Massive usage, 33%. He's a 1.4 fantasy point per minute guy. 24, 8, and 7 is just his baseline. So a big day out of LeBron is 35, 10, and 10. And at that mark, he hits his GPP goal. Doesn't seem all that crazy for him to have a game slightly higher than his averages. That's what you're looking for in DFS. Mild pace up spot. They gain 1.6 possessions over their average. But ultimately, this is a play on a price tag that I would have expected to be higher. And the fact that LeBron James could be played at point guard, small forward, guard forward, and utility. That is incredibly valuable. And that is why LeBron James is my number two contender today. Now, before we get to number one, one last reminder. Thumbs up. That one helps me. Subscribe to the channel. That one helps awesomeo.com. That way we can get to 50,000 subscribers by the time we get to the Super Bowl. I want you to follow me at Josh Engelman on Twitter. That way you guys can get these updates. And finally, let me know in the comment section, who are your favorite plays on DK? That way we can get a feel. What are you looking at? What am I missing for today? Let me know in the comment section. And now we get to number one. Number one contender on both sites, Donovan Mitchell, point guard, shooting guard eligibility, 7,900, projected for 41. The goal is 50. He can do that 14% of the time. He's in the optimal 37% of the time. 36 minutes, 32% usage, 26, 5, and 4 baseline. You're hoping for some steals and blocks, but ultimately, Donovan Mitchell is a guy projected for 1.1 fantasy points per minute, and you're hoping you get even more scoring from him. Taking on the Pels. Not all that worried about it. A little bit of a pace down spot for Utah. Something that I feel like I never say, but mentioned it obviously for Rudy Gobert, so I'm saying it twice. 
I just expected uh, New Orleans to run a little bit more, but that's the Stan Van Gundy way, I guess. So we're losing 1.9 possessions, and it really isn't all that important for Mitchell because he's still showing up in the optimal lineup. I'll happily play Mitchell and Gobert together. No problems there. Point guard and shooting guard eligibility helps a ton. You would like it to cross over into the forwards, but still, point guard, shooting guard, guard, and utility. You get four out of eight. Mitchell looks great on FanDuel. Mitchell looks great on DraftKings, and that makes Donovan Mitchell the number one contender everywhere tonight. Alrighty, folks, that will do it. Those are my NBA DFS contenders on DraftKings for Thursday, January 21st. Once again, I'm on Live Before Lock tonight, 6 p.m. Eastern time. So come join the fun. We're hanging out, watching an extra 30 minutes of jock market coverage after lock. So come hang out for that as well. One more day this week. We've got contenders again in the morning. So good luck, and I'll see you in the a.m.